M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day. On the couch, talking about all the problems of today. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Just Therapy. Y'all know me. I'm the host, comedian Sean Boyd, and it's another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. Let's go. Sorry about last week. The damn program took the shit on me. I don't know what happened. I couldn't get on. We, we started to do late and it just never happened, but it is what it is. We are back for another week. It's another beautiful Monday evening. Uh, big shout out to my guests. Uh, not last week, but week before last. Uh, vet, uh, Air, Air Force vet, uh, auto book. Y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Author of children's books, Mark McCraw. Big shout out to him. That was definitely a fun episode. And I got another good one for your ass, y'all. Y'all already know how I do, man. I got a good friend of mine. Funny as hell. I remember when this motherfucker started. Make some noise for comedian Chris Harvey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I got it, y'all. I done downloaded, I got it. I got the air home just for you, Chris. What up, baby? Hey, what's up, man? Same old, same old, brother. How you been? I'm good. How are you doing? You know it. Being blessed, loving life. Same old, same old. Another beautiful Monday evening. Got the got the fam on the couch, so it's gonna be a good episode tonight, baby. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I'm excited, man. I, I love watching yeah. this show. I'm happy to finally be on. Hey, no doubt, man. I know we had, we had, uh, we had linked up. Uh, we had seen each other at an unfortunate spot, but I was like, dude, I got to get you on the couch, man. He was like, yeah, definitely. Let me know when. And so I gave you a date, and now we're here, brother. So you know, it is what it is. Definitely. Yeah, man. Hey, before we really get started, I got to uh, send some condolences out. Big rest in peace to a man I grew up with. Good dude named Book. We used to call him Book or Bookie, but definitely rest in peace to him. Prayers for his family and friends. That was a good dude. And then also rest in peace to everybody's guy, Bob Barker, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he went down. Did you see all the memes, though? 
Yeah, man. The internet is quick. Listen. The first, the, what I found out was through a meme. I was like, oh, did he actually go? And, like, hey, the first thing I heard was. I was like, damn, man, he gone? Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. The one, the one meme was like, he got so, he was so committed. He died at 99 because he didn't want to go over a dollar. I was like, y'all motherfuckers, man. Y'all dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and when I seen that, I was like, I just shook my head and was like, did he die for real? Because like you said, the way I found out about it was from me. Right. I don't know if I want to go out like that, man. Let let people, I want them to hear about it before they see a fucking meme about it, man. Yeah. So quick with it, so yeah. that's as far as being uh <laughs> being not a meme, so right. What do you want to be a meme when they find out, or you want to not be a meme? I, I don't, I don't know, because that's what that's a good question though. Like, being me is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Do you? Because like you gonna have people that I don't know. I don't, probably probably I'd be a meme. <laughs> Say, I'm going to make them post it as a meme first. And then people are like, what, you you joking? That's how I want them to tell everybody, actually. Just like Bob Barker did. That's how we tell everyone. Do a meme. <laughs> oh, shit. Nick Jabor in the building. What up, man? I ain't seen you on here in a minute, man. What's like going that. on with you? He say, what up, bros? Yeah, Nick Jabor. That's my guy. That's my favorite saying nigga right there, for real. All day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how that's, you know, that's like my yeah, brother. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. how, that's how we do, you know. Don't you try to say it, you know. No, 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 not me. <laughs> I'm sure some people that give you a pass, you know, I give you a pass. Just don't say it on the show. <laughs> So let's get into it, man. Chris, man, good to have you on the couch, man. So tell everybody like how you got started in comedy, bro. Man, I got started in 2014 at the Funny Stop Comedy Club. I started doing comedy because um, uh, I was trying to impress a girl, and uh, it, it 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 was cool. I started and uh, I, I I then did amateur night for like. A, a minute, and then I finally won it when Sean was uh Sean was judging it, him and Katrina Brown. Oh, shit. That's right. And they let me win, and then that helped me move on to hosting and all that other stuff. So I don't know about let you win. I mean, you had the best set of the night. Yeah, right? you know, you know how <laughs> like it was fixed. So they let me win. Yeah, they let me because well, okay, so you know, you know how the fun, you know, at the funny style, you would have to bring a lot of people, and then so I think it was like the one time I didn't bring anybody, like mm -hmm. it was the one show I, I had always had 10 15 people with me, and I just could never win. And I think I did the amateur contest twice, and then that was the third time of me doing it. And I think I was like maybe six or seven months in, and okay. uh, won, and then uh, yes, yeah, our hosting and all that stuff that was almost 10 years ago. <sighs> 10 years ago. I remember, yeah, I remember when you started and shit. It's funny that you say you did what three con three of the amateur contests, right? Yeah. I, I did two, what didn't win either one, and really didn't matter. I mean, he had me hosting like early. So like them contests really didn't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? It was just some bragging rights, you know. So hey, for sure. And I yeah. got 
I got them bragging rights. Okay. There you go. There you go. But it, it's funny because when I think about the people I know who actually won the amateur contest, maybe three are like still doing it and actually traveling doing comedy. Like uh, yeah. Jay Stevens, you know, and he, he went by uh, the name Black when I started because when the first time I started is when I met him. Um, you and shit. Um, that's it. I can't even. Th I, I thought it was three that I can remember, like off the top. But oh, uh, Jason Banks, Katrina Brown, and oh yeah, Wanda oh okay, all right. There we go. There we and go. I they did like a three winner, so it's Wanda Mayfield. Katrina that's right. Yep, Wanda and Katrina. Did, was it Jason in that one too? You sure? Yeah, because I remember I I, I had a, <laughs> uh, I was trying to do a champions one like five years ago. I was like, we should get all the champions. And someone said it was them three who had won it. It was like a three-way tie. Okay. All right. Okay. That's what's up. So, yeah. Then, three, yeah. Like, I want to say 2006, maybe, something like that. Okay. So, it was a minute ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I know uh, Jason started like the year before I did, so it might have been 08, 07. Okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Jordan Thomas in the building. What up, fam? Long time no see, man. Appreciate you jumping in on this motherfucker, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So what actually, I know you said you was trying to impress a girl, but what actually, you know, got you to get on stage to actually try it, though? It, so I always wanted to try it. My mom always told me to do comedy. Every time we'd go out to eat shit, like, and I'd, like, mess with people, should like, he's a comedian i'm not a comedian i just be funny and uh so i always wanted to do it but what pushed me was because of the girl i was trying to impress this girl because she started dating a rapper and i'm like i could do something like that and I, so i started doing <laughs> i started doing comedy instead and uh but but i always wanted to do acting and comedy and all that so I, I started i was 19 my first time on stage i remember that you was young as fuck i do remember that yeah, man. So it's funny that you say you was trying to impress a female because she was dating a rapper. I bet you all the money I got in my pocket right now, that motherfucker ain't rapping no more. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say what? Yeah, probably not at all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. So growing up, like, was you always the funny guy? Like, was you the class clown or you just like to make people laugh? Um, you know what? For people that I liked, I was funny. But like, honestly, like in school and stuff, I was real introvert. Like, I ain't really like talk to nobody. Mm. And so, for my family, I was funny, but not anyone else. Uh, me and my best friend, we would mess around a lot. Like, 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 he won class clown in high school. But um, uh, so me, I always say he's funnier than me. But uh, we we always were funny, like back and forth. So I was funny around people I liked. Right. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, like, who are your who was like some of your big inspirations of actually getting on stage or actually wanting to really learn comedy and, and grow and get better? Like, who was some of your big inspirations on that? Comedy wise, so like, I watched a ton of um, one. I, I I love Gary Owen, but I really really watched the most was Bruce Bruce. I was a big fan of Bruce Bruce when I was like. 15. And um, obviously, I watched like Kevin Hart a lot. I watched Cat Williams was one of my favorite to watch his specials. Okay. And uh, I would say Bruce Bruce was always my favorite because of like the way he would just like interact with the crowd and stuff like that. But um, Gary, I related to a lot. 
because he was he was the white dude that liked black chicks. Is yeah. that why? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, I thought I, I didn't. I I, I kind of figured it was something like that, but I didn't know if it was gonna be that simple. But yeah, uh, essentially, yeah, yeah. You know, he like yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he like what I like. <laughs> he like relatable to him. He was talking about stuff that I was. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So what what made you what made you take that next step into actually like you know doing it doing it getting better getting to full time what 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 made you you know take that jump man you know I I would say that's a good question because like with cop I always never really knew what I wanted I, I knew what I wanted I knew I wanted to do something that had to do with entertainment or something like that but. Once I started getting on stage and I felt, even though, like, obviously when we first start, we're not that great. Like, I, I was, oof, I, it was rough. I've seen some of my old videos. I'm like, ooh, that's, I'm surprised people were encouraging me to keep doing it. Like A lot of them videos be cringeworthy. I know. Man. I haven't seen my old shit. I'd be like, ooh. And, yeah. people be, and the audience was laughing. And I'm like, ooh. Like, yeah. And, I, and that's why I'd be like, man, people said that I was good here. Like, oh, this is horrible. So um, I would say because I just never had had any success in anything else where it was like, it felt right. You know what I'm saying? Where like, it felt like this is what I was supposed to be doing. Like everything I had, like even job wise, I had it kept a job longer than six months until I was um, 24, I want to say. And that was mm -hmm. a hotel job. The only reason I kept the hotel job a year and a half was because I got hotel perks and right. I could with the hotel, you know, I was able to stay in hotels for cheap. So, um, comedy, I just really started. I think it's just like what felt the best. It's just like I had the most response from it because mm -hmm. I tried rapping and I tried football and I tried other stuff. And it just MMA, huh? I said MMA. I tried MMA, yeah, yeah, right. I forgot, yeah, I tried MMA. I tried coaching softball, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't gonna take coaching softball, ain't taking you nowhere, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, I tried so much, and I was like, "Man, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go somewhere with something." And comedy seemed to get the most traction. And then um, I started getting better when uh, you, you know, Rob, uh, a dude named Rob Ward, uh, mm -hmm. comedian, really funny. He had said something to me where he was the first person to not tell me that I did good. Like mm -hmm. he was like, "Keep writing," instead of saying, "Oh, good set." I had a set, and I didn't do well. He was like, "Oh, keep writing." I was like, "Oh, you don't think I did good?" And then I started like paying attention more and studying and being like oh you can do better and so i started like actually trying and then uh i just kept going and now jumped made the jump to full time five years ago i think it was like five years where i just completely quit a job i still ubered and did like other stuff side hustles to make money but i mean it's my main income now so right right that's what's up that's what's up definitely congratulations on that man yeah Definitely respected the grind. Definitely respected your work ethic. Cause I mean, you know, you used to pick my brain and I, you know, like with me, like I always tell, you know, the younger comics when they want to, when they want to listen and get, you know, good feedback or just some information. Cause you know, I don't, um, I give, I give information. I don't give like how to's cause no one can do it the same as, you know, everybody else. So anytime people want to listen, you know, I would, you know, I would give them that information and you was one of them that wanted the information and actually 
took heed from it and used it and corrected what was wrong and went this way and, and continued to grow. So definitely, definitely proud of you, my brother, for real, all day, all day. Much it, respect, much it, respect. Keep a, going. That's a, like, I appreciate that because that's like, um, now that I'm like considered like a vet, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm nine, 10 years and kind mm-hmm. of but to me, I, I, I would get mad. <laughs> like, like when y'all get irritated with us, and certain things, people are like, man, y'all don't listen. Like, that's the thing. Like, when, because sometimes I ask questions, but if you don't say what they want to hear, mm-hmm. that with it. And it's like, oh, you just want me to tell you that you're great. Right. And, and like, like you said, there is no how to, there is no um, exact way to do it because there's so many different ways to, to make it to a certain level or to get farther. But there's, there is a formula like of certain things to do, but you don't have to do it that way to make it, you know? So, right. it is, very hard to give advice and be be that person sometimes because so many comics kind of do the complete opposite or it almost feels like you're fighting. So I appreciate y'all, you know, the older comics that helped me, that gave me words because I know I was stubborn too, where I'd be like, nah, I ain't going to do it that way, you know? So I'm glad that I was able to listen and soak it as much as I could. Right, right. That's what's up. Yeah, man, because like like I said, I don't uh, that, that was the word I was looking for. I, for some reason, I just threw that out of my vocabulary. But advice, I don't give advice. I get information like to people that actually want to learn and grow. Because like I don't I don't get an advice thing. And and if you really ain't trying to grow, I ain't. I'm really not trying to waste my time. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you ain't go really want to listen and you know take it to heart and learn. You know, because that's the only way people get better. Because like shit, I'm going on 15 years and I I still got room to improve and get better. You know what I'm saying? Cause like shit, when you think about it, we still young bucks in the game. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it in years aspects, I'm just a team. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but just making that, making them rounds and keeping it going, man. So yeah, definitely always a learning and growing process. No, Nick go say, Nick go say on some real shit that dude Chris fight was jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, people don't know that dude. That dude was huge. Hey, I was there. That motherfucker was big as fuck. I wouldn't have fought that nigga. Yeah, that was uh, uh man. I had a video recently. Um, I did a podcast with um the uh, really dope podcast called Buggered Up, and okay. they, he edited it out and he put the, like the picture. I sent him the picture of the dude, and I told the whole story of the MMA fight. And uh, that shit got like seven hundred thousand views. Nice. <laughs> like, nice. I, gonna like me getting beat up in thirty two seconds. You know that's a good story. You still remember exactly how many seconds it was. I'll never forget. <laughs> you say, you say, he like, if you took an ass over for 33 seconds, you remember that shit too. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was, it was, I got a lot of respect for that though. Yeah. A yeah. Lot of people, oh, you'll fight anybody. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, I was there to support, man. I remember that shit. I came out. And support it, you know what I'm saying? I like to support my family, man. I shit, I remember when uh Tim Danko ass it got in that damn cage. <laughs> There's a few comedians that have fought, you know. So, mm-hmm. Hey man, I like I like the experience. You know, a lot of people say that now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm only 29, and people just be like, You've done a lot of stuff. I I, I try everything once. <laughs> <laughs> I try it all. I I, I want to live life while I'm here, you know. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. 
So, so like, what's what's next for Chris, man? Let me let me ask you that. What's next? Are you like really trying to get into acting? I know you said something about being just in entertainment. Have you thought about getting into acting? Are you going to get into acting, or maybe some plays, movies, anything yeah. like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly, I had the um, I had two of the like independent movies that I was like had small little parts on. Um, you know, and those were fun. I did one with Brent Du, and I did one with Hey Mr. Postman. I had another one I did when I moved to Atlanta. Um, I lived in Atlanta for almost two years, and I did one that never it's never dropped. It might maybe they might have it because a Christmas movie. It's called okay. uh, a drone that saved Christmas, and it got like Rodney Perry and all them in it. And it's okay. a, it's a cool little thing, uh, but I don't think they they haven't dropped it yet. And then um, I did a couple music videos, and when I was in Atlanta, but uh, I just got management out of new york and uh we signed literally the last week of june and she pushed me she was submitting me for stuff and she got me some auditions for some big movies but right. the writer strike and the actor strike everything's on hold yeah so yeah traction right now so we're just kind of waiting okay that's what's up that's good shit and so what's what's next for comedy aspect putting out a special just keep touring or you know getting state to state What's going on with that? What's next for you? You know, I don't know what God has planned for me. He has working. Um, I've had a lot of stuff that has been almost and has been, you know, put on hold. So I know you got a plan. I had a, uh, I, I was casting for three TV shows in the last six months. Okay. And, um, I had to turn down one to film the other, and then that one got canceled. It got it got put on hold. It was supposed to be a really big show. And then, uh, so because that one got canceled, I got a third one and I was able to actually film that one. So I filmed that in LA and that should be dropping. I'm, I'm thinking this winter is, okay. uh, is going to be on Fubo. It's, it's a TV show where they did like, you know, talking head shows that they just interview people, yeah. uh, interview comics and asked us about things that, uh, were discontinued. So like Game Boys, Jerry Springer, stuff like that. So it's going to be really cool and got okay. to talk. Stuff would be funny, and there's a couple other comedians that were really dope too. Tammy Pascatelli did it too, so okay, that's yeah, what's up. Yeah, I know Tammy, and they're trying to uh, just been touring, man. I'm getting a lot of opportunities headlining. Um, I've, I'm getting a lot of uh clubs under my belt. I've done the fun, a lot of the funny bones in Ohio, I've done mm -hmm. off night, and then I, unless I was able to fill in, I headlined at uh the Stardome, which is my favorite club, um, and then. I just got booked. I'm doing it. No, uh, September 10th. I'm headlining Indianapolis Helium in the main, nice. doing the main stage, not their upstairs room, which is super dope. Like that's nice. Yeah, my head down, keep working until whatever comes comes. You know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. But like I said, man, I'm always rooting for you. You know that. Always a big fan. Love, like love and respect the grind. Definitely proud of you, fam. Definitely all day, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, all day. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. That's what's up, man. That's good shit. That's have good, you good to hear. Stuff too? Say that one more time. You broke up. Are you back on the road? Yeah. You so, uh, you know, with having full custody of my little one, man, you know, she, she come first. So, you know, I had to turn down some stuff. Something I had to. I had to turn down something that was like something I dreamed about for a long time. And then it came up and I had like I had the short end, but I was like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be away that long for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Three weeks to a month being away. 
I, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I get I it. Do it. But you know what? I think I think if it if it if it didn't fall through, if it didn't work out the way, that means that wasn't the plan God had. You know, that's exactly. Exactly. It's tough. I was depressed when I found out about my stuff, and I it was it's hard to keep like patient. Mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. it's not my journey. You know, whatever mm -hmm. plan I got to stay with on track and just trust. But man, it'd be hard because I'd be like, Ugh. you know, yeah. I was yeah. right there where it was. I don't know. Do you know the um? There was another one that I was telling a comedian they laughed so hard because they said it's so sad. You know the whole um the whole thing with the the whale. I was um I got casted to do the whale, the um the movie with Brendan Fraser. Okay, I, th I, you, I think you told me a little bit about it, but I don't think we actually like got to talk talk about it. I had did um I had did I got casted to be his body double, and mm. you know in the movie he plays a six hundred pound dude. Mm. And, and so I got casted to be his body and it took me like, I think it was like four or five months to go through this casting process. So they, they book it. It was the last week of filming and I had two theater shows Friday, Saturday, and then um, Sunday I had a flight to New York. And uh, so I had a flight to New York. And so filming was Monday, Tuesday, Monday was rehearsal. Tuesday was my actual film day where they was going to have me like almost all the way naked. They was going to have like close-ups of my body and all this stuff. So it was mm -hmm. pretty cool opportunity. Pay well, all that. So I show up and they COVID test and it finds out that I had COVID. I got COVID at my theater shows. Oh yeah, that's right. You did tell me about that. Yep. To get, I was able to film the, the, I was able to film. They sent me home. They still paid me. They took care of me. They were really nice. Um, but then the movie won an Oscar. <laughs> so so it, it was hard to watch that Oscar. I was like, oh, okay, that's tough. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for that. And I would have been his body double. So technically, my body almost won an Oscar. <laughs> you know what I'm Oh shit! But you wouldn't have got you wouldn't have got the credit like the good credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would have used it. It would have been on my resume. I would have been like Chris Harvey's body won an Oscar for best actor. Because <laughs> y'all be talking something lose weight. I'm like, well, your body ain't win an Oscar. My body won an Oscar. I would have been talking so much. Y'all would have never been able to tell me nothing. <laughs> it's been over. Hey, I only, I only used to say that to keep you healthy, man, because you, yeah, was, I know, I you know. was 19, 20. And I was like, hey, 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 we want you around, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been, I've been working on it. It's, it's, it's tough, man. Losing weight ain't easy. No, I know. I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> I know firsthand. Shit. Yeah. yeah. People be like, oh, you didn't slim down? I'm, I go up and down, man. Yeah, it ain't no big deal. <laughs> you looking good. Oh, yeah, thanks. Whatever. <laughs> like, All right. If like you lose the weight, I'm like, yeah, sure am. I've been working hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, cause I ain't about to be like, nah, I ain't losing weight. I'm, you know what? I'm just let you have that. Yeah, I'm losing weight. Oh shit, that's me all day. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I go up and down, man. I'm just yeah. yeah. Next next time you see me, you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, you ain't gonna. <laughs> I had one person. I only had one person. My ex's dad. He was like, man, you gained a lot of weight since the last time I seen you. I was like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker. I bet you eating good. <laughs> he said, comedy must be going good because you can afford that. That's crazy. Oh, shit. I'd have been like, hell yeah, it's going great. Yep. Mm, tell your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
Oh, man, that's funny as hell. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get into these topics. Y'all know. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. She said, uh, I was going to ask if you were losing weight. Who, me or Chris? Oh, you don't know Chris, so you probably was asking me. <laughs> oh, shit. A little bit. Like I said, I go up and down all the time, man. It's just, you know, you know how I go. But yeah, we always like to start with a recap on what happened to us this weekend, whatever the fuck went on. Uh, where was you at this weekend, Chris? I was in Dayton. I was at Wiley's Comedy Club. Nice. Yeah, nice. Really, really good turnout, man. I was I was excited. It's, it's exciting to see where I go to headline and be like, people actually showing up to see me. Right. So my little see me. So it's nice. You should be feeling good when you go to headline and motherfuckers show up. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I'm I'm like at the point where I'm starting to get door deals where I'm like, okay, well, they actually pay it. It's not it's not all free no more. So I'm like, okay, they showing up. I'm okay. Right. Right. Now, okay. So it's it's nice. It's uh it's a blessing. I'm like, cause I remember when they didn't show up and or you didn't get paid for when they showed up. So right, <laughs> right. That's why I'm glad, like, at the funny stop, man, I'm blessed that everyone in Accra supports me so much. Like, because I was just there uh, for my birthday, June, the, mm. uh, 23rd, 24th, and uh -huh. we were packed shows. And I was like, wow, they really, and, you know, in the summer, it's hard to get people out. So that Hell happened. yeah, especially out in Ohio, shit. Any, any of the Midwest states, man, motherfuckers want to be outside instead of inside during the summer. No, definitely. So I was, I was super proud to have a packed weekend. And that was, you know, the weekend before Pete passed. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, cool. I was able to to do such a ha to have a summer weekend and do that well. I was super proud of it. So I'm that's what's up. That's good shit. That's good shit. Yeah, man. I I didn't do too much uh, this weekend. I was in uh, Finley, uh, Ohio, headlining. I took uh, Brandon Petrie and Levi Davis with me, and oh. then. Uh, and then big brother, big brother Mill. I, I man, I like when I get to bring my own people, man. You know, especially the the young cats that want to learn and they keep wanting to grow. So I brought them two cats with me. Yes. And then uh big brother Milton Wiley came and shit because he provided yeah. the sound system, gave him a uh gave him a nice guest spot and shit. Um I I don't do door deals. I had a rule a long time ago, I don't do door deals, but I ain't had nothing on the book, so I was like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> And that's one of the reasons why I don't do door deals. <laughs> you know but, that it may it, it, it depends because you know, like now that it's like club, I don't I wouldn't do a door deal at a bar or uh -huh. booker, but at a club, I mean clubs are different. Clubs are different. Yeah. This was a this was a um a spot where I got referred to through uh my guy Chris Kettler referred me to this guy that owned a club MPA who he wasn't able to do it because he had to be at his club because his partner was going to be out of town. And it was something he was trying to start there. And it was a first time. And the owner of the place did not know how to promote um, the locals name it as a college bar. So you know how older folks don't want to be around college people, even though the college motherfuckers ain't coming out until 11 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but the people who showed up was supposed to be there and we had it. We, I had a blast. So they had a blast. I had a blast. It was still fun. Uh, made a little bit of money, but you know, like I said, I ain't had shit on the book. So it was cool. I made more than not doing something. So, right. For sure. so it was a good time. I was able to pay the, pay the fellas and shit. And, you know, so that, so that was cool. Uh, played in the softball uh, charity tournament 
for a friend of mine. They raised money for his mom and another and another uh, guy uh, battling cancer. So that was cool. Nice little charity softball tournament. Went out and pitched for them. And uh, the team I was on was woohoo because it was some good. It was some good teams for a charity tournament. But the team I was on, I was like, oh god. So we went, on, we went. Nah, we went on oh. too real. We went on too real quick. I, I could tell saying they were great or they were really bad. No, no, no. How's your knees holding? Still play? Yeah, I still play. My knees still fucked up, but I, I pitch. I play first. That's about it. I don't. I said, I don't... We ain't played in like it's been like six years and. You was barely getting out of that outfield back then. So. I mean, but I was in that outfield tracking that shit down. Though. That's the thing. <laughs> I just a- move my ass back to the infield, and, and I only go out there when really, really need be, because like yeah. my knees be like, "What are you doing out here, man? You know better." Right. So it was fun. Know. Yeah, I, it was fun. Yeah. I love being part of softball, you know, coaching and sometimes getting in there and playing. I that's the thing. Even though I'm a big five hundred pound dude, I always got out there if I needed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was a fun time. Though. We, we, had, we had talked about that uh, for the memorial uh, podcast we did for Pete. We had talked we had talked about we had talked about that game and uh, just the season period. And the only game we won, it was like I, I want to say it was like Father's Day weekend. And Pete invited us to the house for a barbecue. And he was like, you guys only won get one game. You guys fucking suck. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, you know, just memories I ain't gonna never forget. But that shit, that shit was fun. We had a good time, man. That oh, so <laughs> it was definitely cool. But yeah, other than that, nothing really going on. Back to work, started a new job not too long ago. So uh, you know, always gotta keep that day job. So it's cool. It's something I, I've been passionate about for a long time. So well, at least the last 13 years. So um, so it's going good. It's going good. I ain't telling nobody exactly what it is yet, unless we like talk, talk, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but it's cool. I'm a uh, my title is a prevention educator, so um, okay. I, I get to talk to the, the kids, you know, six through 12 yeah. grades about suicide prevention. So, you know, that's really cool, then, because so. especially <laughs> show you the, um, and how much you really uh, care about that. That's really dope. I'm glad you got right. that. You right, right. So it's, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? So uh, but other than that, I ain't had shit going on. Um, so as we always do, y'all know how we do. We always like for you to get into our past and especially our guest past. We always do one childhood memory. It can be funny, crazy or other. Chris, give me a childhood memory, brother. Man, I should have. I, for, I for, forgot about that when I was reading all the other ones. You go first. You go first, man. All right. All right. All right. Since I'm actually ready this time, uh, I was going to talk about a time I almost got shot uh, for talking shit. And I was probably 15, maybe. I wasn't 16 yet. I don't think I was driving yet, but I was probably 14, 15, smoking weed. We were playing spades at uh, one of the OG's house. And um, me being me. I, I love talking shit, you know what I'm saying? Especially on the, especially on the spades table, man. You know, I'm talking about whooping ass. So I'm like, slap, pow, yeah, motherfucker, pow, yeah, mo-. like motherfucker's always been my favorite word to call people because I always tell them it's a, it's a term of endearment. It's not like bitch ass motherfucker. It's like just motherfucker, like you my motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I kept, I kept saying and I kept talking shit. And I was like, fuck y'all, y'all ain't got shit. Smile. Just 
whooping ass. And I was, we, we whoever was on my team, we was whooping ass. And I'm just clowning. And one of the OGs was like, say one more thing, motherfucker. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm like, man, you ain't going to do shit. Pow, motherfucker. You know, just like that. And this motherfucker pulled a gun on me and shit. And, and like, you know what I'm saying? I'm across from the table and shit. He pointed at me and shit. And I'm like, man, you ain't going to shoot me over whooping your ass in spades, are you? Still talking shit, running my mouth. But he didn't because I'm here. But uh, it, it's it's funny because like he, he, he one of my OGs. Still cool as fuck. He apologized years later and shit. You know what I'm saying? My brother actually apologized to me about this shit too because he was he said he was mad at himself. He ain't do shit about it. I'm like, man, ain't no reason for both of us to get shot. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fuck. But but uh so me and the OG, we still cool, man. He's still family and shit all day. I just I like to talk shit, man. I'm man, I almost got beat up a couple times for uh talking to the OGs reckless because I used to run my mouth, period. Right. Like, so so that's gonna be my childhood memory this week. How how old were you when you when you when you play space for that? I was about fourteen or fifteen when that happened. When the dude when he when he wanted to shoot me over a space game. Oh, that was good fifty five years ago. Then, oh my fuck, uh, nigga! <laughs> a good 50, 50, 60 years ago. Wow, that's crazy. It was only thirty, you punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. Is, is I, I love you know I play. I space is my favorite game, and uh, I literally my, my I got a I got a uh, girlfriend now. I got a new girlfriend, and uh, I play with her. My her mom's real competitive with space, and uh -huh. was, was talking smack to me, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I wanted to. I don't want her to be mad at me, but I'm about to. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking back. I'm like, you better be careful. I do this." <laughs> You're going to get the shit talking here soon. But, uh, you know, it's funny, too. I went to, um, I got family in Mississippi. Uh -huh. I went down there and met my aunt for the first time. And her whole family, like her husband and his family, they play a game called Whist. Do you know Big that? Big Whist. Yeah, I never played that, but it's like a quicker version of Spades. It is. And you get to pick your own, you get to pick your own, uh, your own right. trump. And they sat me down and, like, they was like, oh, if you know how to play Spades, this would be quick. And I was getting killed. And it was like, you I thought ass beat. I, I, they were so fast with it. I was like, yo, let me learn. They was like, you got to get up the table. You lost. I was like, in three hands? And so it, yeah, oh, that's it's a different game. But next time I go down there, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Bill Wiss, man, because like a lot of people don't even know about that game. Um, so my my parents had taught me and my brother, my favorite brother, my middle brother. Um, uh, on how to, they taught us how to play bid with and spades. They taught, I think I was probably like nine when I learned. And so my brother was like 14 or 13. So maybe I was eight or nine when I learned how to play bid with and spades. And then, so they taught us both and we will always play both just as a family, me and my brother again, play, play against our, my parents. And, uh, it was cool. And then they let us pick which one we like the best for other game nights to play. And we just, we like the spades so much better. And we used to whoop on our parents' ass. They stopped playing with us. Right. <laughs> right. So, so that was cool. That was cool. What's that, up, Miss Marklin? She said, hello, Chris and Sean. What's going on, Miss Marklin? Uh, so that's, so that's what's your childhood memory, man? 
uh, real, real quick before I get to my childhood memory because we talking about spades. And I mm-hmm. about spades. So my when we went to play, uh, hey. my girlfriend, her family from Fort Wayne, Chicago, and stuff like that, and uh, we went to play. And her mom, you know, house rules or whatever, but we had we started an argument a little bit because she had never heard of she's of uh, uh, Joker, Joker, do sakes. Shit, she heard of that shit. She just lying. She said she's never played where the two was higher than anything. She said the two don't the matter. The two was higher than the ace, not higher than that's anything. But yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She said, she, well, for her, the, the two of spades was the lowest. And she yeah. said, I was like, no, the Joker, if we're playing with Jokers, you play with the two is high. She was like, I ain't never heard of that. That must be an Ohio thing. And I'm like, no. don't do that. Don't try to come from my state. I'm uh-huh. like, people play. No, because when you play Joker, Joker, you playing with the deuce. So it's always Joker, Joker, deuce, ace. The way I used okay, to equate it to be- people is either we playing Joker, Joker, deuce, ace, or we playing the jail way, where it's ace high. You know what I'm saying? Right. Deuce slow. I like no I, Joker. I always was told uh, Joker, Joker, deuce, ace is for the kids' table. Uh, ace high is, <laughs> is, is for the adults. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we. I like playing ace high. Yeah, I mean, we 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 grew up like I said, we've been played every way, so we used to always play Joker, Joker, Deuce. You'll take out the uh, two of diamonds and the two of hearts to make sure you had the even the even cards and shit, since the deuce was still high. But uh, I I can play either way. I still whoop everybody ass either way, so it don't matter. We play, we can play Ace, King, Queen. We can play the Jail way, or we can play, you know, what I'm saying Joker, Joker, Deuce, Ace. So it don't matter, you know. But we'll have to play. <laughs> Uh, Miss KT plays, so we might have to get. Oh, uh, me, me and Miss KT done whooped some ass before. Yeah, we done whooped a lot of ass before when me and her on the same team. So that's funny. So okay, yeah, so my childhood. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go because of what yours was. I'll go something similar. Okay. Uh, when I was in middle school, I went to Jennings Middle School. I used to get bullied a lot as a kid. I used to. You know, be kind of like more lame. I really wasn't like fun, outgoing, nothing like that. So I got bullied a lot. And uh, my brother, his bully, when he was in ninth or eighth grade, he went to ninth grade to high school. But his his bully got uh got held back. So oh, his shit. his bully became my bully because then I went to sixth grade. And so <laughs> his bully used to bully the hell out of me. He had to. Be- <laughs> So he he depanced me in front of people before. And oh. at what so one time they was throwing rocks at me while I was walking home. Cause I used to walk home from school and uh they was throwing rocks at me. So I ran across the street to try to fight him. And I'm in the sixth grade trying to fight an eighth grader. I start trying to fight this dude and he grabbed me by the book bag, like how Mario grabs Bowser and spins him around. You know, in the final level of Mario, Super Mario. (laughs) He starts spinning me around and he throw me into a street and I got hit by a car. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So they had they had the ambulance came. They had to put me in a neck brace, take me to the hospital. And uh, when I was uh, when I was 15, I ran into him and he apologized. When you was 15, you ran into me to apologize? Yeah, when I turned, almost killed you, I, man. I was a lot bigger. You said what? He almost killed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was close. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's so fucked up. <laughs> like, I, used to get, I used to get teased and bullied, but not like 
Ain't nobody try to kill me and throw me in front of a bus, man. Well, it wasn't you know, a bus. It was just a car, but still. Car, right. You know, it's funny. I, you don't realize other people's bully stories until people like use yours as a reference. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my sister was talking about being bullied. And, she, and my, my dad was like, what's your bully story? And she was like, one time uh, I was wearing these, I was wearing 11 necklaces and a student, it was in the second grade and the student said, Deanna has uh, 11 ugly necklaces. And my dad was like, Chris, tell her what a real bully story is. <laughs> I was like, one time I got hit by a car. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you've been bullied right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you've been bullied <laughs> I was, I oh, almost had attempted murder. <laughs> oh gosh, you said I don't think you've been bullied right. <laughs> like he ain't even getting trouble for this shit. That's what I want to know. The police ain't come. He ain't getting trouble. No nothing. Ah, uh, nothing like that. Man, I'd have been snitching like a motherfucker. Fuck that. Uh, he got to be you know what? Jail. I, I ain't never snitched before. <laughs> I was. I don't know who did it. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Margolin said risk is a bad game in our family. It's real war. Carol oh, yeah. said, You playing wrong. I definitely ain't playing wrong. We'll whoop your ass whatever way we play. Uh <laughs> and then, and then she all Miss Margolin also said one family member isn't allowed to play. Oh wow. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I got hey, I got a crazy story about spades though. This is when uh during my first marriage and um <laughs> The crazy part about it is like I erased a lot of that memory, like it was gone, period. So I seen a dude that used to live in the neighborhood I was in, uh, like when I was married, right? He cool ass dude, and uh he went to school with my first ex-wife, and he telling me about this story, and I'm like, he like he like, man, you remember we was playing spades at your house, you know, we smoking, we chilling, it was me, you. Dude named Dewey and, and you know what I'm saying, your ex and whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. He was like, man, you don't remember that? He was like, because she got caught reneging. And I was like, oh, bitch, like, that's crazy. Like, I was like, man, I don't remember that. He was like, she went upstairs and grabbed your gun and came downstairs and Dewey hit the front door. He was like, because, you know, you never use the front door, which I didn't. He was like, but that motherfucker unlocked the front door and ran up out that bitch. And I just sat at the table and shit. And I'm like, oh fuck! Now I do remember it. Like I as suppressed that mem some of the memories so fucking much, I didn't even remember this motherfucker almost getting shot in my house over a space game. And I was like, what happened? He was like, he was he was like he was like, bitch, go put my gun up. What is you doing? That's funny. And he was. I was like, and what happened? He was like, she went and put the gun up. And you was apologizing, and you made her apologize, and I was like, "Damn, I don't remember that shit." Wow, you know what's crazy? You know, I don't like playing spades. Is like, what? What did you say it was called? It was called. Who could say it? He doing it. I can't call it out. I'd be like, "Hey, he did the thing. He did the thing where, uh, you know, he 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 cut the spades too early." And then he still has something to say. They're like, say it. You got to say it. I can't say it. It's too close. I ain't about to get caught up. It's too close. I don't say a lot of words. I got to keep 
might, might make it sound. Uh-uh, I ain't gonna say it. So oh, I just have to let it. Miss KT, what's going on, sis? Hey, that's <laughs> hilarious. We we talk we talking about spades right now, but he's he was like, "What's that called that you just said?" <laughs> it's called renig. <laughs> she gonna say crispy saying it? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Miss <laughs> 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 KT said you a renegger. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I'm hot now. <laughs> oh shit, you say it's too close. I can't even say it. You was like that thing that when they cut the spades, but they still got it. In the hand, that thing. <laughs> I'm like, someone else say it for me. Oh, shit. She gonna say Facebook made her delete that comment. <laughs> That's funny. Well, KT, here, KT, here it go. It's still here. <laughs> uh, I, I, because I reported her. Don't, don't put you my reported her. I reported her. You go to Facebook now, Keisha. <laughs> Oh, the Facebook jail. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. She said, if you call it a real black person, that's even worse. If you call it a real black person, that's You just renege, nig. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. She said, I'm about to be locked up again. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Woo, that was funny. Oh, my gosh. That was funny as shit. Oh, man. You know what's next? One of my other favorite uh, topics that we always have on here. We like to give people flowers while they are still here so they can smell those roses instead of being conditioned like so many of us are and giving people flowers while they dead and gone. So we like to do flowers while they still here. Chris, go and get some flowers out, man. Man, you know, there's a lot of people I can give flowers to, but I do I do try to do that on my regular day where I call people and I just let them know things. So one thing I've been wanting to do anyway is um, give flowers to people that truly are like real supporters that have maybe seen me at a show and they just have now become a friend. Or like I had a dude come to my birthday show, bring me a cheesecake for my birthday as a cake, a $55 cheesecake. It was just someone that had met me at a show. His name's Ken roof out of Youngstown. He's come to like 15 shows and I just want to give back to those people and give them their flowers. I have a lady out of Akron named Shannon Cocker, or I think that's her last name. Uh, she always comes to shows and supports. has like 10 tickets and uh, and then the dude Daniel Mitchell out of uh, Cincinnati, they always come to a lot of shows. And the reason why I think that that's so important is because as I'm my star is rising and as I'm going out and doing more, having those people just show so much love, even though they see me do the, the, the jokes before or they've seen my set, they still come, they show support, they buy tickets, they don't ask for free ones. And it's just so much love. And sometimes I don't know how to reciprocate that. I don't know how to give back to them or support them in their ways, you know? So to be able to just at least show them that I appreciate what they do and how much they support me and what I'm trying to do out here. Hey, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Good flowers out there. Yeah. 
that's what's up. That's what's up. That's good shit. Hold on, KT talking some shit again. She here we go. Hold on, let me let me do let me do my flowers and then we'll get to what she just said because that's gonna be a whole nother <laughs> laugh, laugh session right there. Um, so my flowers uh this week are going. Who the fuck was I giving them to? I just had it. Oh man, you can give them to me. I mean, I already talked to you earlier. I gave you some flowers earlier, man. Um, <laughs> usually, I do give them to my guests, but I gave you, I gave you them earlier in your interview process. Uh, no, so I think my my flowers are actually gonna go to my landlord, Tom. Man, this this old white dude is so cool. It's crazy, right? Like, I think I was the main reason why I got the spot I'm in because, like, I got it went with a uh, ex girlfriend or whatever. But I think he realized, like, because, I mean, it's just, it's me. You know, I'm a cool motherfucker. But I think he just realized, like, how cool I was. He, like, you know, because he he was, like, talking to, uh, like, two other people that wanted to rent the house or three other people or whatever, and they gave it to us. But, and then they left. I got them out. And then, you know, I just took it by myself or whatever. But for him to be as cool as he is and to understand, like, because I was going through the transition to jobs and shit like that, to be so cool and so supportive and working with me on, you know what I'm saying, on the rent is just, it's just been dope. You know what I'm saying? And we've had like general, like real conversations and shit, you know what I'm saying? Not just, hey, here go your rent, here go your receipt. You know what I'm saying? Like actually talked and, uh, you know, chopped it up with each other. So Tom, my landlord, you are getting your flowers today, my guy. I definitely appreciate you, brother. And I, I don't know I don't know Tom's last name, which is crazy as shit, but um, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so here we go. Oh, hell, hold up, hold up. Ray, what's going on, man? He said, What's good, fam? Oh, where my flowers at? LOL. So, Ray, I, my childhood story was about when you pulled that gun on me and you said just go shoot me over that space game. <laughs> so I kind of gave you flowers. <laughs> And it's funny that you popped in. The, it's funny that you popped in the show today, because like that's like I wish you was in here earlier, because you probably would remember that shit. Because I was I was a big shit talker, but that was my childhood memory today, right? <laughs> oh shit! So KT go say what did y'all call Ding Dong Ditch back in the day? And we called it the same thing. She called it. We called it nigga knocking. That's what we called it. Um, and then when I found out when I was uh, actually doing that with some white folk, uh, they called it ding dong ditch. So, um, yeah, just, you know, the different terminology, like, like, uh, some people would call shit, <laughs> call shit. Like if you had to fix something, but you had to fix it your way. Uh, we called it nigger rigging and Jeez. some people called it MacGyver or Jerry rigging. So yeah. what, what did you, Chris, what did you call it? Uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Rig. Uh, you sure? <laughs> hey, man, it was thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> God, God, that, I love it. <laughs> uh, they lose my number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, Lose my number. Look, Ray said, He said, I do remember that. shit. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's funny. 
Oh my God. But it, it's funny because like KT brought up a good observation on how people grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like how we literally called things different shit, but it actually had the same meaning. KT gonna say, Chris, like, don't cancel me. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to get, I ain't trying I've, to get Chris canceled. <laughs> I've got too far, man. I've got too far. <laughs> My friend, my, my best friend always be saying something like, if if we're like, if I make him mad, I don't go out to eat with him. He'll be like, I'm going to call TMZ today. And I'm like, no way. I'm going to eat. I'm going to Applebee's. He was like, I'll tell him everything. I'm like, what is everything? I don't know nothing. I haven't done anything. He'll be like, I'll make it up. I'm like, that's not okay. Oh, shit. Hey, that's hilarious. Hey, that's foul as fuck. How you going to do that shit? Talking about I'm going to call TMZ today. Like, if you don't take me out to dinner, like, that's foul as shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to eat, but that's foul as shit, man. <laughs> oh, shit. KT going to say, I never thought anything about it before. Just the name you learned. Exactly. But it's yeah. crazy how on how different cultures call stuff different things. And it was the exact same game, man. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely funny that uh we we talked about that um because i remember matter of fact i think it was one of my uh birthday sleepovers we had went nigga knocking but i had people from the swim team over so it was white and black people and we we had a sleepover but we was uh we was coming from the uh oh this this would be a good childhood memory right here i didn't think about this but we was coming from one of the uh carnivals that we had in our area and so we started to do, you know, nigga knocking. And, they, and we was like, uh, to to the black people that was with us, we like, oh, let's start doing nigga knocking. And like some of the white people that was with us, they're like, what's that? And we was like, will you run and knock on somebody's door and run away? He was like, you mean ding dong bitch? And we was like, what? Like, we was just looking at them like, why the fuck y'all call it that shit? That shit sound weird as fuck. And I guess to them, the shit we called it sounded weird as fuck. So. But it's it's funny when you think about it, though. Just to be young again, man. That shit used to be fun. <laughs> oh, I I am young. I know you ain't. Uh, I all right, all right, all right. So I remember this time we did. <laughs> so when when you taking me to dinner, Chris? <laughs> oh wait, 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 stop, man. You're young too, buddy. You're young. <laughs> Oh, you like red lobster? <laughs> that I do. That I do. Wait, you... I'll, I'll be back in town soon. We're gonna go red, red lobster. <laughs> I'm this podcast. You know I ain't gonna never talk about that shit. Oh gosh, that's funny though. Especially when you you said your friend be doing you. That's foul as fuck. Yeah, he's he, like, I ain't he, even say nothing. What you talk about? Everything. Yeah, he be, he say he say he'll make it up. He's who they gonna believe? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, I think that's a good spot to take our one and only sponsor break. <laughs> we'll be we'll be back to you with more just therapy. More Chris Harvey. Don't go nowhere. 
I'm your host, comedian Sean Boyd, and I'm taking us to break, baby. Man, I do love me some pizza. Y'all know how much I love pizza. I talk about it every damn week. And I have the place for you, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got three locations. The new one is open, y'all. So they got three locations now that you can enjoy their delicious food. First location and always will be the main one is in Cuyahoga Falls. That address is 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Their phone number is 330-928-2222. Their downtown location in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Phone number is 330-849-5707. And the brand spanking new location is in Stowe, Ohio. Their address is 3031 Graham Road, Stowe, Ohio. Their phone number is 330-673-9410. Man, I'm so happy they got three locations because you got three locations to pick from. And I'm telling you, one of the best things I like about the downtown location has to be the beer wall. I mean, it's a beer wall, y'all. I like to call it the Dave and Busters of beer. You go in there, you put money on the card, you walk up to the 36 glorious taps of wine, ale, IPAs, laggers, anything you can think of is on this wall. You walk up with your card, you tap it, and you start pouring as much beer as your heart desire. I mean, it's just so good. It's so good. When it hits your lips, it's just so good. And they also cater to your taste buds because I'm a cheeseless type of person. So I always say no cheese, extra sauce with whatever toppings I want. And every time I lift up that box to check it out, it's right because they cater to your taste buds. And that first bite, oh my gosh, that first bite, anytime I bite it, I'll be like, eh, eh, bitch, like it's just that delicious. It is so good. So if you are ever in the area of Cuyahoga Falls, Stowe, or Akron, Ohio, please make sure you check out Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. When you mention Just Therapy, the podcast, you get a 10% discount. 10, 10% discount. Any money off is always good money off. So anytime you're in the way or around this way, go check them out. It is delicious, man. Ask for the owner, Brad Cover. Really cool dude, friend of the show, but the food is the best. So check it out. And if it's pizza, it's possible, y'all. It is possible. He keeps saying he gonna change the slogan to, mm-hmm, bitch, but... I, don't, I think he's scared because, you know, but I, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, I wouldn't change my slogan. That I, I, w- I would, but I don't think he can. But all right, y'all, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Chris Harvey is still in the building. My God. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So. The one of the topics, the the first one, the the first topic I wanted to talk about is uh, I know it happened not too long ago, but it's still prevalent. And I wanted to talk about it because that guy, Tory Lanez, I don't know if everybody knows him, but he's a rapper, I guess. I really ain't heard none. I think I heard one of his songs, 
I would have to like hear it to be like, oh yeah, that, that okay, I know what you're talking about. But um, so he shot his then girlfriend or whatever in the foot, like they was on Harlem nights and shit, which really didn't make no sense to me. I guess they was drinking and probably doing some drugs. Who knows what the fuck they was doing, you know. But he uh told her to dance, I guess, like dance, bitch, dance. I don't I, I wasn't there, y'all. I wasn't there. This is just what the court stenographer was saying. Um, but he has got sentenced. So I wanted to talk about the justice system. Not that what he got sentenced for, but just the discrepancy in sentences of different cultures, different things that happen, and so forth and so on. Because he got 10 years after getting found guilty of the crime. All right. Now, I'm not saying it was right for him to be like dance or try to shoot her in the foot or shoot her in the foot, whatever the fuck happened. That was wrong, period, point blank. But we talking about some of the sentencing that has been handed down to different situations and different crimes, okay? 10 years, all right? So before I really get into all the details, Chris, what do you think about him getting 10 years for shooting uh, the horse? I mean, Meg the Stallion, because, I mean, you know, the horse, whatever, uh, in the foot. What what you think about that, man? Um. So I, I, when you said that, I was like, oh man, that, that was such a story that happened a minute ago. I think yes. that was before that really was popping, popping, where she was like, like, uh, like now where she's that huge. Um, I think I she know. was just, she was like, before she got shot, she was just like popping, like yes. she was popping, and then she, her, her, her and him was dating, and right. he shot her. Yeah. So I didn't even know that this was still like a court case. Um, I don't know. I don't pay one. I don't pay attention to like news stuff. I don't really like pay attention to a lot of it. So I feel like I don't know because it's a I, that that seems like a long time. Uh, I don't I don't really know what the usual thing would be for that. I mean, because it wasn't like I wouldn't say it would be attempted murder. It's what assault with a deadly weapon. Is that what it is? So I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly what he got charged with. He yeah. was charged uh, with three felony charges, uh, assault with a semi-automatic firearm, possession of a concealed, unregistered firearm, and negligent discharge of a firearm. That's the three charges he actually got charged with. And that equals 10 years. 10 years. Want me to break it down for you so it really don't sound that crazy? Sure. Okay. So since he is uh, a convicted felon, he was already a convicted felon, okay? So that's why he got the uh, the unregistered uh, possession of a concealed unregistered firearm and a negligent discharge of a firearm because he, I guess he uh, has some stuff on his record that was a felony, okay? So they actually gave him six years for most of those crimes and gave him four for shooting her in the foot. So it, all, it added up to 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So it added up what to 10 years. What side are you on? You say what? What side are you on? Do you think it's too long? Okay, so so this is this is my thing, all right? Um, we know people who got convicted of manslaughter that has gotten six and seven years, okay? So it's a big difference. Wait, what was it? 
Uh, you broke up. What was it? That oh, yeah. Had? So uh, um, yeah. there's people that have been convicted of manslaughter, okay, uh, that's gotten less than the combined 10 years, uh, where they only actually got six to seven years, all right? Um, somebody recently, a uh, football player, uh, uh, man, what? Uh, I want to say Raiders. I got to look it up. I didn't do all the research on that, but he uh, was um, convicted of uh, drunk driving. Henry and, Rugg. He was yeah, he, there we go. Henry Rugg. Henry Rugg. He um, ended up killing a lady in an accident where he was drunk. And, and he dog. only got six to seven years. So manslaughter and actually killing a person um, and just and shooting somebody in the foot and having a firearm while having a felony in your past to me doesn't equate to 10 years combined. I can see that. No, that, that makes sense to me. I I wouldn't have necessarily opinion on how long he should get. Like, you know, I, I would say it does sound like a lot. Because there's people, you know, I don't know. I, I think I'll talk about a lot of it because I think our, our whole system's messed up. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think yeah. it's all. It's not done very right anyway. Right. So because like I mean, it's it's people that's been convicted of drug cases. Yeah. <laughs> drug yeah. cases that's gotten more than ten years. Yeah. So and then for uh, what was what was the guy name that uh, did that movie that hasn't come out? Um, Alec Baldwin. Right. He he ended up getting everything dismissed, but they still found him negligent of manslaughter, and he got nothing because he thought he thought it was a prop gun, a big zero. He got a big zero. Make sure y'all see that. He got a big not a zero for taking somebody's life on accident mind you i get that yeah but no probation no nothing right and then for somebody to shoot somebody in the foot and get four plus the six for having the gun to me seems a little excessive i'm not saying that he don't belong in jail because the motherfucker do belong in jail because that's some stupid shit and he's dumb as fuck and he belongs in there yes I'm just talking about the different sentencings of different cases and different nationalities and the structure yeah. of how our fucked up system is. You know, you would think by now they've had enough cases to kind of make an idea of what, hey, this is how much it is for this, and just kind of stick with that. Like, because I think the reason why they do, I don't know. I'm not saying I know things. This is my experience. Yeah, exactly. I would assume they go off of it's substantial to the case, but. I mean, you're not going to hear of something that hasn't happened already. Like, everything's happened pretty much at this point, right? Because that's what they were saying about the whole, you know, not to go into football, but the Shaw Watts thing was the reason they couldn't give him a longer sentence of suspension was because it had never happened in the NFL yet, you know, to discipline somebody the right way. So, I mean, but in, in crime, in life, I'm assuming almost everything's been done. Someone's yeah. been shot in the foot before. So you would think that it point. I mean, Della Reese got shot in the pinky toe on Harlem Knights, bro. I mean, you know, quick, quick shot her in the pinky toe, bro. She was pissed. She, you know, she was beating his ass. So and he shot her in the pinky toe. <laughs> you don't remember that movie Harlem Knights? 
You there, Chris? Can you hear me? Uh, I hear you now. Did I lose you for yeah. a second? Yeah, you lost me for a second. Oh, okay. I said uh, Della Reese got shot in the pinky toe on Harlem Nights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I hope you remember that movie. That, that, yeah. I had to watch that shit the other day. It was on BT. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I got to watch the real thing. I can't deal with a non-cussing yeah. in this movie. Like, great, great movie. But... Um, let's go to let's go to the comments, y'all. My guy Roy John, uh, my guy OG Ray said I agree with you. KT, of course, say he uh, he shot her at her multiple times, shaking my head. He could have gotten more time. He yes, he could have yes. And then she also said he lied to the courts, uh, made everyone think she was lying and was a felon. So uh, okay, so but you don't get extra time for lying on somebody like that's just not how it works. Um, but Yes, he could have got more time, but we talking about just the discrepancy. I'm not saying he didn't deserve the time. I'm talking about the discrepancy. You people have gotten manslaughter and is getting less time than what he got for shooting somebody in the foot. And and she said perjury is a crime. Yes, perjury is a crime. Um, but also um trying to overthrow the government is a crime too. And I mean, you know, that's usually a penalty by death, but you know how we do. They just say, oh, slap on the wrist, three months. So, I mean, what are we, what are we really arguing here on this one? You know what I'm saying? It's just a debate on this at, at this point because uh, in any country you go to, you try to overthrow the government. Death, period. And you got people getting three, six months behind bars. That's it. So, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, um I mean, we just talking about how, how fucked up the system is as a whole. My girl, Lisa, what up, baby? She said, uh, it's all about money, your lawyer, and who your lawyer went to school with. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. So I guess uh, Rudd, uh, the guy, the football player, Rudd, who um, killed that lady in a, a drunk drive drunk driver accident, uh, just knew the right people because, like, you know. I mean, he was very remorseful, but he still took someone's life. And he only and, getting six to seven years. So you figure he only doing six on good behavior. And I, he got luck because, you know, uh, he uh, he killed a dog, too. And you know how oh. white people about dogs. So I'm surprised. Well, yeah, it was a lady and her dog. Oh, you're right. I'm surprised they didn't give him more because it was a dog involved. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised Peter for that. I mean, they gave O.J. Simpson 33 years for going to get his own property back. And they got him for robbing the person and attempted robbery. And they gave him 33 years. Now, we all know they gave him those years because they couldn't convict him on the murder. We all know that. But that's still a big-ass discrepancy in the time. Period. That's that's the whole point of this subject right here. But yes, he definitely should have got time for uh shooting at her and shooting her in the foot. Period. Point blank. I mean, that's just dumb as fuck. And, you know. And they're using him as they say, they said that they don't. The reason why they're fighting it is because they don't think that he should uh be set used as an example. But when you are in the spotlight, you need to make better decisions. Ab oh, absolutely. What you said. <laughs> Way better decisions. I'm just now starting to get spotlight. I don't do. I don't do any. I don't go to clubs. I don't do. I ain't gonna put myself in a situation. You ain't shooting nobody in the foot, man. 
uh, you know, back in the day. No. <laughs> you try to catch me on this podcast with something. No, man. You know we talking shit, man. No, no, man. <laughs> I want my red lobster, though. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Oh, man. But yeah, just the discrepancy of the laws and the, just, just the sentencing that doesn't, it, I mean, it just doesn't equate nine times out of 10 at all the same for anybody. Uh, and it's just crazy. I mean, it's a broken system and we all know that, you know, but I just wanted to bring it up, talk about it, get people opinions on it. You know what I'm saying? And see, see where y'all stance was. Cause I mean, like I said, he definitely deserved the time. I mean, he shot somebody in the foot. Like that's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Cause like it could have hit a major artery and she could have bled to death, you know? So, but um, it's just the difference between the sentencing. It'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, it's just something we've been living with for centuries and it's not going to change. So, you know, but uh, it definitely is what it is. Yeah. And, and Chris, don't be, don't be going to parties, man. Stay out the clubs. Stay away from these motherfucking groupies. They be trying to set motherfuckers up. I tell you that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a good man now. I got I'm a, I'm I'm in a relationship. So there you go, man. There you go. There you go. I'm tired. There you go. Because I remember when I was on the road, man. I ain't had no relationship. Man. It was going out. No, <laughs> couple years in my run to be a single on the road. It was fun. There you go. It, yeah, it do be fun. KT go say uh, it will change one day. Our system is broken, but we'll get better. No one believes that. No one believes that, sis. Unfortunately, nobody believes that. She said, I still can't believe Chris dates a beautiful woman. <laughs> Wait, why does she write that? Why did I read that? Okay. Like, he would just say that. Wait, listen, because she met my girlfriend. And I met her too. Was, huh? I met her too. Oh, yeah, you did too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah she was like, yeah, Chris, we're a little surprised because we didn't think she was real. I was like, that's so why <laughs> that's so messed up. Oh man, hey, I still think my best friend got a fake girlfriend too. I still ain't met her. And he's been dating her for two years, I think now. So I I mean, I, I get it. I I ain't and at least you, they got to meet her. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't best friend. He was my best man in my first wedding and in my second wedding, and I still ain't met his girl. Of two years and some change, I guess now. That's crazy. I, I was like, is she a bar I'm like, is she a Barbie doll, motherfucker? Because I don't believe. So. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, but yeah, but uh yeah, since I don't believe, I don't think that the it will change ever. Not at all. Not at all. I do not think the justice system will change in no way, shape, or form. Not in our lifetime. Hopefully in little mama's lifetime, but definitely not, not in our lifetime because the simple fact we are still fighting for the same shit Martin Luther King and everybody else, the march, the march on Washington, all the rights they fought for, we're still trying to fight for the same shit all these years later. So I don't see it changing. No time. Not, not in my lifetime, so. All right, so let's let's switch subjects though, y'all. So this is all right. This is this is doozy, y'all. I need everybody's input on this one. I heard this not too long ago, and I had to bring it to the couch 
So this subject is question of the week, week, week. So in relationship, and I, Chris, I'm glad I got you here too today. Yeah, that's, yeah. Since you, you definitely in a relationship, I'm in a relationship too, as of now, right now. So um, she ain't dumped me yet. So, oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, so in relationships, right? Who is supposed to say, I love you first, the man or the woman? Is that a thing? Like it matters? Say that one more time. What'd you say? Chris, I lost you. Oh, you don't want to answer. Oh, here we go. I'm about to say, oh, you ran. There we go. Question. Sorry. You no, someone called me. I said, does, I, I've never heard that. I never heard. Is that, is that a thing? Do people, people care about that? Of like, it matters what, who said it first? People do care about that. Huh. But is there a written uh, rule? No. I didn't think it was a written rule. I thought it was maybe like, who should say I love you first is whoever felt that they loved them first. Whoever feels it. Whoever felt it first. I don't think it, you know, it's not like the pay, like who should pay a bill is it's, it's how you feel. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a, it's not like a, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a tradition. It's not like, oh man, you know, man, because it's not chivalry or chil- I don't know what that word means. Uh, Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I say it fast, or you think you said it wrong. You got it. You good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, I, I would say whoever felt it first. Like, um, that's I, I could tell uh, when I, me and my girl say it, but uh, I could tell she wanted to, so I just said it so it'd be easier. Well, I meant it. I felt it, but like, I was like, okay, I'll say it first. Ah, ah, there we go. So, yeah. It's almost like it was in the back of your head. Let me make her feel comfortable. Let me say it first, even though I feel as though she wants mm. to say it. Yeah. And it feels as though that she is, you know what I'm saying? She does love me from the gestures and the, you know, the actions and everything yeah. like that. But let me go ahead and say it first to make her more comfortable to say it back. Yeah. Yeah, huh? you ever think about it that way, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> baby, what do you think? What's your what's what's your opinion? So, okay, so my my opinion on this is, I believe you should say it when you are ready to say it, and you feel it because it, that means that's it's important. You know what I'm saying? That's an important phrase you can't just throw that around lightly especially in right, a right. dating relationship you know what i'm saying like in a in a friendship you know what i'm saying is that's that's different you feel me because like chris yeah, man, yeah, i love yeah. you bro you know i'll I beat my ass for you you know what i'm saying you know how it yeah. is you know what i'm saying like right like kt that's my sis i love her to death you know feel me so but when you in that dating relationship i think it shouldn't matter who says it first you feel me but as long as you mean it when you say it, because I'm I'm the type of person I wear my heart on my sleeve. You feel me? So, like I, I've I've noticed I've said it first 
way more than the females I've been with. Um, but it, it hasn't been like a landslide of me saying it first. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like I've had women tell me first that they love me and stuff like that. So and it didn't bother me in one aspect or another. Um, I think it's just it was a question that came up recently on something I was listening to. So I was like, got to bring this to the couch because it is a very interesting subject to me. Couchers, what do y'all think? Because like a lot of people was commenting on that, was saying like, oh, yeah, the man should say it first, blah, blah, blah. And then some of the like a lot of the ladies said that a lot of the guys said the guy should say it first. And then some ladies was like. It's whoever, you know, whoever feels it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, so like, if I felt it, I'm going to say it first, you know? Um, and then I got a question. Like, go ahead. So you, you're, are you talking about only the first time saying it in a relationship or are you yeah. talking about even like every day, like your every day, I love you. So like, does first that time. matter? First time. Who first should time. say it first? Who should yeah. say it first? That's and, interesting. And, and, I, I'd say my first time saying it to somebody. Yeah. Mine, I would say I felt it. I felt it, and I just didn't. I, I was waiting because I didn't want to be too much. And then when I could see that she wanted to say it, I went ahead and said it. And then then she reciprocated it. So maybe it's just a subconscious thing, like you were saying. Chris, listen, that is such a valid point, bruh, because the simple fact of people are fucking crazy these days. So you don't <laughs> want to say it too early, even if you do right. feel it. You feel me? But you wanted to wait and be like, well, let me make sure she feel the same way. And it's almost like a rejection thing as well. Because yeah, some yeah. people don't want to say it to somebody and then the other person don't say it back. Back, yep. You know what I'm saying? Because then that's going to make you feel some type of way. Right. You know? So it's like, I mean, you know, I don't think it's like, a, it's definitely not a written rule or anything like who should say it first. But it's almost like it's almost hindsight that you kind of think about it to where, yeah. wait, I don't want to say it too fast because simple, simple thing is this girl said it to me and I thought it was too fast. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, it was like, oh, I'm, but when I graduate, you know, what I'm saying college, you know, I'm moving to North Carolina. I want you and your son to move with me. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold up. My divorce ain't even final yet. And I'm not leaving my son. But damn, like, uh, punk your brakes. You feel me? So it's almost a thing. You don't want to jump out there sometimes. But then it's like you you can't really worry about getting hurt or some worry about not yeah. somebody not saying it back. You feel me? So let's go to the comments. Miss KT say this new world annoying. So many fake rules. Nobody said it's a rule. Come on, girl. Uh, she said, I can love you whether you love me or not. People be too worried about looking vulnerable. Yes. See, that, but that's a thing that everybody be like cautious about. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. say it first or like, I don't want to look vulnerable. I don't want to look desperate. I don't want to not yeah. get it in return because you well, might feel a certain type of way or you might not, you know? And in this, honestly, like I've, you know, I'm, I'm a little younger, like I'm 29, but like what I've dealt with, why are you is, talking about old man? I'm, I'm saying, hold on, I don't know if you've dealt with this. I'm messing we, with you. <laughs> we've had it where, like, for me, 
it's almost like you're too nice or too it, it almost comes off as corny when you show too much emotion and you're not masculine or manly so like almost holding back just to see where they go you know what I'm saying it almost hold like makes you try to like match their energy more because you don't want to come off ma unmasculine just because you want to show emotion so I think that's a lot of issues with like what I've been dating before okay so, so the vulnerability yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, I have been in that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was your age at one time. Okay, no. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, because sometimes, you know, people take that kindness for weakness. Oh, he he being too nice. Like, you know, he kind of yeah. corny. He's so nice. Like, yeah. he going to open my door and, you know. Like he, you know, he wanna he wanna take me out to here and here and you know what I'm saying? Or he, yeah. he's like too nice, like he we ain't got into no argument and nothing. Like what why the fuck do we gotta argue? Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's like that toxic and like they like it and they like but I'm like I've literally said to someone I was like, What do I need to do? You want me to call you out your name? What you want? What do you want me to do? If you feel I asked one guy I said well, you, if I killed somebody, would that make you more like into me? And she was like, Honestly. And I'm like, What bro? <laughs> Maybe it's just the girls I'm talking to is a little crazy. But <laughs> but it, it's, uh, they want they want like it feels like they want like a little bit of, of like they want you to be nice but they also want you to be Call them I, don't, I don't know the word yeah around. yeah that's what it and i'm like i i'm you know i, <laughs> I don't like those I do, yeah, so, <laughs> so i'm like sometimes i gotta show them i'm a thug so i'll be now i just set it up my best friend will like fake rob me on my second date and i'll protect her and then that show you know what i'm saying he'll be like ah oh, give me your money i'll be like Get away, Robert. And then, so then she thinks I can protect her. That's what we do now. You got to set up a scene. You got to set up a scene so they think that you a thug, too. Oh, gosh. Don't do that with the wrong chick. And she pull out her pipe and up. Oh, <laughs> like, you ain't about to rob my man. Pop, pop, pop. Right, right, right. Like, my best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> she be like, bitch, I stay strapped. Like, Right, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But it's it's crazy that when you when you sit here and like actually think about it, all the mm. different situations that can come up in that situation. But like KT said, you know what I'm saying? She said, "I can love you whether you love me or not." Like people are too. Yeah, I like that. Looking vulnerable, but because like you got to be vulnerable to actually fall in love. You feel me? Like. That's another one too, though, is when sometimes even if you be like, I'ma love you, even though you don't love, you know what what she said, sometimes people use that and take advantage of it and be like, since I have this person, I don't have to show them the same love because I already got it without giving it back to them. You know? And that's the bad part about today is like so many people are willing to do that and then they go do whatever they want to do without having to ever show you the same thing back. That part. That part right there, Chris. Man, that, that hey, you dropping dimes tonight, brother. Thanks. So I know yeah. why I've been I've been hurt so much. I've been hurt so many. Now your phone breaking up while you fake crying. <laughs> it's so hard out here. I just I just <laughs> I'm glad I'm in a relationship. That's what's up. That's what I got. I got to go ahead. I said I got a good one, and I'm. 
I'm I'm done. So that's that's what count, bro. That's what count. Invite me to the wedding. Yeah. Man. Um. So um. So my <laughs> next question. I'm I'm keep going. Uh. I, so my next question is that part. Like you know, what I'm saying some people act like they don't have to reciprocate or even tell you that because you say it so much. So KT. How long can you say it without getting it back, though? That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, you have to be vulnerable. So if you say it right and they don't say it back the first time, which is okay, because they might not be there yet. You know what I'm saying? You don't want anybody to say something they don't mean because a lot of people say shit they don't mean early as fuck because they don't want to lose that person because they're having a good time or whatever, right? Right, right. But... Is there a certain period where you you keep saying it and then they never say it back? Like, how long is too long to wait for that? I love you too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris, how long do you think you can wait? Like, say, say, you know, and not, not I'm not saying this y'all situation, but say, you know, you said it to your girl, right? And she ain't yeah. say it back. Of course, you go wait it out, right? Maybe yeah. two days or the next day or a week later, you right, say it right, again. Right. They don't say it back. A couple of days later, you say it again. They don't say it back. If months go by. Two, three months, four months, you saying I love you. And you still not getting it back. Is it enough from the actions to stick it out and not be like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, do you not feel the same way? Or can you hold out and not ever hear it back? Yeah, I would say um, they have until the next person says it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't saying back. I got others. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone could have, you know. <laughs> uh, no, I would say that's the hard part, too, is um understand that what you need in a relationship and um because some people like love languages and stuff some people don't need to no, hear no, it or yes. yeah if you yes. don't if you don't need words of affirmation or you aren't good at giving words of affirmation i always tell people i'm like sometimes just because what your love like you need to know what you your love language is that you need to receive and what you're good at giving yep. because um, you know, they're showing you love in so many different ways and acts of service. They're doing stuff around your, the house, show you that they love you or they be a physically touching yeah. quality gift giving, and you just need to hear it. But that's not how they they show love. So I think it's learning that and figuring that out. And if the actions is matching the words and they being loyal to you, then I don't think you you know, I don't think I need to hear it back as long as everything else is making sense to me. Right. True. True. So KT, she, she say, nope, I'm not that type of person, right? But then look at the follow-up. Look at the follow-up. I'm probably not going to say it again after I say it once. We got to have a conversation about it and see. Yeah. It. You kind of contradicted yourself with that last statement, though, before this one. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like we go have to have a conversation. Like I can't say it for more than, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten times or whatever and not hear it back at least once. We got to have that conversation like, hey, what is your love language? This is mine. Like, I'm going to need to hear it here and there at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I understand you showing it, but I still need to hear it here and there. You feel me? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, I that's why I'm glad that I'm good at communicating now as an like as I get older and being able to voice things yeah. rather than I used to hold back things. I used to hold it back and just think about it rather than speaking it out. And so now that I speak it out, I would say um being able to talk about it. Like if someone wasn't saying it, it'd be like, Hey, I need I need to know where you feel this is going. Yep. And yep. if you feel like you could show me that or tell me that you love me in a certain amount of time, or do, are you not capable of showing that love? Are you because they might not be on the same track you're on. They right. may be on different pages and they may want something different than you. So, I mean, a lot of people don't know how to communicate that and voice it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, look, we, we should start a relationship podcast. Hey, hey we can do it. Bro. That's why it's called Just Therapy. I'll be sounding wise when I be talking, man. I'll be like, ooh, that's ooh. I need someone to start saying repeat, rewind. We're going to start snapping. Rewind. That was some bars. Put a beat behind that. Let's, let's take a track. Like we have poetry night and shit. Rewind. Right. <laughs> rewind. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, that's funny right there. I like that one. That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! But no, you're right though, cause like you know, when you keep it bottled in, that shit start brewing and festering, mm-hmm. and then you start, you know, what I'm saying, lashing out at that person or you know, acting funny towards that person, and that's why you really need to communicate. Like you know, communication yeah. is key. Um, like after the show on Friday, uh, I was talking to this couple. They engaged. They get married next month, and I was just talking to them. Wow. You know, I was like, you know, hey, communication is key. Like, y'all got to talk. Even if you don't want to talk, don't go to bed mad at each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Never, ever do that because life is too yeah. short for the dumb shit. But, like, you, know you got to be able to communicate. But you have to be able to communicate effectively as well, though. Yeah. It's so crazy to what you – I was about to just say something you just said was um, – I think what's, what sucks about us as people is we take things and uh, that are, are cliches – and because we hear them so much and we don't take them seriously, communication is key and life is too short are literally two things to live by and really take seriously that we don't because you, you know, if, because we hear it so much, we're just like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, life's too short. But it really is. And communication literally is key. And I think that's what's so different with my relationship. I had a, I haven't had a relationship in nine years. And, uh, you know, so I've been single. And so now I got somebody and she's a lot younger than me. She's 22. I'm 29. So I think she hasn't been used to as much communication. So even getting to do that together and really just show that light, you know, of who I am. So I think it's just really um, important to show that kind of teaching of of really showing that life is too short to not communicate how we feel and what we need to say and get it out, you know. Right. And what you need out of the relationship, shit, because you you can't expect to get everything you need out of a relationship if you ain't telling that person what you need out of that damn relationship. Shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Facts. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> Preach, preacher. <laughs> I feel the Holy Spirit. Today, huh? no, <laughs> I said, thank you, Jesus. Okay. The Holy Spirit is in this podcast tonight. Uh, I said he's on the couch with us. Uh, I said thank you, Jesus. Uh, can the comment section say hallelujah, amen? Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, okay, amen, hallelujah. 
Oh shit, that's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh guys, that's some funny shit right there. Oh man. So all right. Uh let me see. I I forgot to look this shit up. Y'all, y'all gotta bear with me. Y'all already know what's coming up. Uh my favorite fucking subject. Hold on, here we go. <laughs> she say nope, y'all playing too much, shaking my head. <laughs> 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 oh shit it was kind of funny though god know I heard. god know oh I for sure i'll be preaching all the time you know i used to preach when i was when i was a youth leader yeah i remember yeah i remember you telling me about that yeah i'm a lot i'm a lot of talk about god <laughs> he didn't make us funny for no reason he'd be laughing hey for a hey, flat out say that again right i say said he, he made a <laughs> He made us funny for a reason. He God, know definitely got a sense of humor. Shit, mm -hmm. right out because like uh, I did it. I did it. I be doing the. I be. I do be doing my little preaching bit all the time. I, when I, I was in Atlanta, I did a show at a strip club, and they had a band uh, for the show, a, the comedy show, and I just started preaching about the the strippers. And what? It, it was killing. So I was like, because it was like it was a show. It was like a. It was like a. A weird like jazz slash comedy show, but they had strippers there. It was at a strip club, and I was standing on a stripper stage with a pole next to me with a whole band. And I was like, "Go ahead, play uh, play some Christian music behind me." And they was playing it, and I was like, "God got me through the day because the devil was trying to <laughs> infiltrate my heart when I walked by them big booty hoes." And the Lord, <laughs> I was walking past the <laughs> the shadows. <laughs> I was killing. <laughs> oh shit! I did a show in I Vegas. Did. I did a show in Vegas, and the room we was in—it was a really nice room, but it did have a stripper pole right in the middle. Yeah, and uh, I got walked out to the stage to come perform by two strippers. Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, it was a fun show, but it was—it was—it was interesting. It was different. <laughs> KT gonna say, "Man, what this whole setup sound crazy?" Crazy. It was crazy. Atlanta's oh. different. <laughs> it was a spot called, different. It, it was that a spot was called Miami Lounge. Oh, wow. I did yeah. 20 minutes and I was just preaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I wonder how the strippers felt after y'all was done and they had to go up there. Candy, coming to the stage. Yeah, coming to the stage. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh fuck. Oh man, y'all already know what time it is. It's time for crazy, funny, fucked up news. Yeah. Yeah. This week in crazy, funny, fucked up news. Uh, drunk dad gets a DUI while going on a 1 a.m. lawnmower ride. Like, dude, you can't make this shit up. The shit I be finding, you cannot make it up, like, at all. It's crazy. A 51-year-old dad in Australia got a DUI on his riding lawnmower in the middle of the night. Officer stopped the man riding the wrong way down the street. When a cop asked what he was doing, he said he was on his way to go mow his daughter's lawn at 1 o'clock in the morning. 
He actually had a blood alcohol content of something, the legal uh, limit. He was arrested and given a DUI. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. I would have lied so quick. I would have just, the nearest the nearest grass, I would have started cutting. I would have work night shift. I'm on night shift. I'm cutting right now. Oh, shit. I would have literally did the same thing you did. As soon as I seen the cop, I would have pulled in the first grass and started dropping it. Because you know he was riding without the blades down and shit. You know what I'm yeah. I would literally instantly, it would have been like. Right. I would have I would have been. Turned the I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, you understand third shift. We got the same shit. It's hard out here. It's all they had available. I gotta get it you done. The landlord tripping, man. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. I'm. I'm about, it's it's a temp service. You know they be giving shitty hours. I just gotta <laughs> take what I can. Her HOA trying to kick her out of fucking develop development. I gotta go cut her grass right now. Right yeah. now. They I, you know what? If it ain't cut I by o'clock in the morning, she getting fined and kicked out. I bet in his mind, he was like, I don't want to drive the tractor over there during the day. I'm going to do it at night. But then he got drunk. And then, you know, and it just was bad timing. But in his mind, it made sense. Because right. it makes sense to me. Like, okay, no, not the road. I can take this over there real quick and get the, get the grass cut. Right. Right. He was like. He probably got drunk and was like, oh, shit, I got to go cut her grass before she whooped my ass. All right. Oh, guys, could you imagine being on the lawnmower at 1 o'clock in the morning getting pulled over by the fucking police? Like, why 1 o'clock in the morning? You that drunk, take your drunk ass to bed, man. <laughs> Some people, is, uh, you know, that might, what if he a night out? Maybe yeah. that's day drinking to him. That's true. That's true. You know, what if he just woke up at 11? You know, <laughs> <laughs> he woke up at 11 and he was drunk by one. <laughs> you never know. I've been, I've, I've been around people that wake up and start drinking a beer as soon as they, hey, like, before they brush their teeth. You ain't lying. As soon as they done brushing their teeth, you hear it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in a room with a comedian and uh, we was in LA and he put, he, he woke up, was like, good morning. And then pop, pop. I was like, bro, you, he didn't even turn out the bed. He just opened it and started drinking. <laughs> he was like, we in LA. What else I'm going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. This is not, not drink. Like, not drink. Maybe. But then like, I also, I rolled over and I grabbed some Chinese food. So I eat, I can't say <laughs> shit. Like I literally, <laughs> he was drinking. I was eating. I was like, we both fucked up. So that's. <laughs> KT say a good lawyer can beat that case. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if y'all noticed how I read that story. I ain't get y'all what his blood count was. Yeah. So it's got to be crazy, funny, fucked up news game edition. Let's go. So I only got one question. We got one question. That's it. So. His blood alcohol content was how many times the legal limit? What's the legal limit in Australia? I don't know, but how many times the legal limit was he passed? That's that's all. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, that ten times the legal limit. What how many times was he passed the legal limit? 
Yeah, I'm a guess. Couchers, give me your answers before we do the do the thing. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. How many times the legal limit was this guy in Australia getting caught on the lawnmower at 1 a.m. in the morning? KT says three times the legal limit. What do you know what the legal limit in Ohio is? Ah, uh, fuck. What is it like? 0. 0.08? That's what I was thinking too. I think it's so 10 times would be 0. 0.8, right? No, I don't Lisa know. Said, Lisa says four times the legal limit. I'm a guess he was riding a lawnmower a couple miles from the house <laughs> at one in the morning. Man, what if he was on American time? It could have been like 4 p.m. for real. <laughs> it, that, listen. <laughs> so listen, 9 a.m. for them in Australia, because I just had I just had an author on the couch maybe about a month ago that was from Australia. And okay. it was 7 o'clock our time. It was 9 a.m. his time. Wow. So you are right. It was definitely in the afternoon. So you want my guess? Huh? You want my guess? Yes, I need your guess there, Chris. What's your okay. guess, sir? I'm going to guess 12, 12 times the legal limit. 12 times the legal limit. Damn, he would have been I dead. He, but. <laughs> I think he was head. Yeah, I think he was close. He was close. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Well, listen, one of you is exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. You ain't got to say it. Just go. Next topic. Next, next topic. Uh, thank you. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to give my flowers to the guy in Australia who had <laughs> the DUI. Thanks, Pop. I need my, my grass mode. Oh, shit. So the correct answer was Lisa, four times the legal limit. KT was close to shit with the three, though. Yeah, that is close. Yeah, so I mean, I was close. Got it right. With four times the legal limit. Yeah. There you go. Hey, that's hilarious. I mean, you can't make this shit up, though, man. You on the line more at 1 a.m. Four times the legal limit. Drunk like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's a lot. And then, like, my whole thing is the story say he was riding the wrong way on the street. Of course, you got to go against traffic so you can see the motherfuckers. You don't want to get hit, right? Yeah. Let's see if you drunk, you riding with traffic, and you swerve. That's how you go get killed for real. Shit. Imagine he was like, "What do you mean? I'm in a bike lane. I'm good. I'm, <laughs> this, I'm in. I'm obeying the law. I and he using the signals with his hands and everything. Oh, he like, no, I thought I did everything right." Oh shit, that's hilarious. Lisa gonna say, depending on their legal limit, four is near dead, but Australians are fucking nuts. That is true. <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. That's the same dude that fought the kangaroo. Is that the same dude that beat his ass, that beat the kangaroo's ass? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Chris, man, Chris, man, thanks for coming to the couch, man. I definitely enjoyed my time with you, brother. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. Before we get up out of here and do the close, go and give out your social medias, man, so everybody can follow you. Yes, sir. Uh, Chris Harvey Comedy on all social media. Chris Harvey Comedy, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, whatever y'all got. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, 
I'm doing a bunch. I got a bunch of tour days coming up. So check out my Facebook for all my shows coming up and what city I'm finna be in. Hey, Chris, once again, Chris Harvey comedy. <laughs> nice. That's what's up. Thanks, man. And as always, you already know what it is. We got to do the clothes. Got to, got to. Something you can ponder on. Until the next time you see us on live Facebook and YouTube every Monday, 7 to 9 Eastern. And then here's the next day on Spotify. But your clothes this week, something you can ponder on is, and then Chris, you get to break it down in your terms. All right. You ready? Okay, bet. All right, here we go. Uh okay, here we go. I like I like this one. Oh, hold on. This this one was dope. We, we got to do this one. Uh, I just seen this one the other day. This shit's fire. Here we go. Y'all ready? Sometimes the people you wanted as part of your story are only meant to be a chapter. Mm. Oh, that's... Oh, shit. I'm going to read it one more time and then you can break it down for us. Sometimes yeah. the people you wanted as part of your story are only meant to be a chapter. Oh, that's fire. That's fire as fuck. Chris, break it down before we get up out of here. As, as like, def define it. Give yeah, it break it down in your words, in your terms. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah that is, that is, that's the real one. That's because not everyone is meant to take the full journey with you. Sometimes they're just supposed to show you the way. They're supposed to get you to the next, the next sidewalk, the next stop sign, the next block um relationships sometimes friends sometimes mentors sometimes it's just for a short time to get you to wh where you're supposed to be next and uh i think i think that's a big step is understanding when to when to move on and keep climbing even though they can't climb as far as you 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 can't take them with you all the way up the ladder Ooh, that's fire right there chris I like that. Yeah. I think I might have to call this episode Bars. <laughs> bars. 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 Just straight bars. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Chris, it was a pleasure, brother. Appreciate you yes, coming sir. to the couch, man. I definitely had a great time, brother. As we, as, as we always do, we get to talking shit together, man. Always a for pleasure, sure. man. Thank you once again for coming to the couch, brother. Couchers, make sure you follow my guy, Chris Harvey. Chris Harvey Comedy. Make sure you check out his dates that's coming up. Make sure you find out where he's coming to a city near you and go check him out and tell him, hey, I heard you on the Just Therapy podcast and you owe me dinner or I'm calling TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do all that second shit. Don't do all that. Just go right, right, right. Just go support the guy. Chris, man, appreciate you, brother, man. Appreciate couch you, man. Thank you. Hey, no time. Anytime, man. Anytime you want to come on the couch, man, and promote anything, come on. Let me know, man. I got you, man. Send me the flyers sure. wherever you're going to be at out. I'll put them on there. You know, already know what it is. All right, y'all. Couchers, y'all know what it is. Thank you so much for tuning into the couch this evening. I appreciate y'all. And as y'all know, one thing you will never get back is time. And I want to thank you for spending your time on the couch with us. Comedian Sean Boyd, we out. Chris Harvey, say peace. Peace.
See you next week. God willing, we out this bitch. M-I-C-A-H Beats. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go.